Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. 720 WGN, John Landegger, 9 minutes after 8 o'clock. That's uh, one of the big blockbusters. Blockbuster Blake Stubbs. Um, Top Gun Maverick with Tom Cruise, of course, which some people say saved the entire movie industry with its massive box office and is uh, nominated for an Oscar for, I believe, the best movie of the year. Am I I right? You are correct. Yes, yeah. among 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 others, uh, oh, there yeah, are yeah, some yeah. other nominations, but oh, no. but certainly best picture, absolutely. And I think uh, it's been my experience that when really super popular movies finally end up and and do indeed get a nomination, the audience tends to tune in. When uh, Titanic was such a big hit, yeah, uh, the, the ratings for the Oscars were pretty good. So maybe. Uh, Top Gun will do for the Oscar ratings what uh, it did for the movie industry. But you also have All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, also Avatar, The Way of Water. That was a big one. Um, Massive. Massive film. (laughs) The the Banshees of Inner Sheeran, Elvis, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, I mentioned Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. That's a wide variety of uh, films, not only uh, content-wise, but um, subject-wise, some of them extremely serious, some not so much. Um, And I think, to a certain extent, uh, there's been so much run-up. I I guess it happens every year, but somehow it seems to affect me more this year. It's almost anticlimactic. I mean, what do we have? We had the Golden Globes. Right then, we had uh, the SAG AFTRA awards, and now we come to, um, and then BAFTA in England, and then we have uh, the Oscars, and I everything everywhere all at once is winning everything everywhere all at once, and uh, (laughs) you know what do you think about that? I think I think it's going to get Best Picture. I think it's going to get a lot of stuff. I happen to agree with you. Um, I, you know, and, and I, I should always try to say that sometimes what I think is going to win is not what I hope wins. And this right. is across all categories every single year. Um, I do think that, you know, and, and just to throw in also uh, Critics' Choice Awards and um, just, right. I mean, that's a big one as well. Um, yep. And then there was also... Uh, they, they've, you know, just, uh, everything everywhere all at once did take home the director's guild, uh, of America award as well. So, uh, which is usually a big precursor for the best director category. Um, you know, whoever takes home that award, I, I wouldn't have the exact percentage, but at one point it was like a 90% accurate, uh, precursor for who was going to take home the best director Oscar. So you kind of knew that category two weeks out, <laughs> which is, which is always kind of silly, but at the same time, there have been upsets. Things have happened where where it becomes very interesting to to see somebody else take home a statue that you thought was like a foregone conclusion. Um, I will speak to everything everywhere all at once, though. It has all the steam going into Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say that for sure, 
Um, you're going to see Kihi Kwan take home Best Supporting Actor. Um, there's a lot of great emotional storytelling just around him getting the part, um, as well as the performance itself. Right. So um, right. I think I think rolling into Sunday, if if you were going to fill out a ballot at your Oscar party, Kihi Kwan is is a is a surefire bet. Um, I do think that Michelle Yeoh is going to take home Best Actress, although if there were to be an upset um, in this case, because, again, she's going in with all the steam. Um, if, if there were to be an upset, I believe Kate Blanchett would take yeah. home Best Actress. But I do, I, I mean, my, my ballot will say Michelle Yeoh. Um, so, yeah, I mean, everything, everywhere, all at once, plus she had Best Director, um, both Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheiner, known as Daniels, um, are nominated. They are the front runners uh, up until just the last couple of months. A lot of people would have thought Spielberg would be taking it home for the Fablemans, which would make me quite happy because I love that film. And I, I, whatever he was trying to tell us, John, you and I talked about it last time I yeah. was on with you. Um, yeah. Whatever he was trying to tell us, um, it, it clearly meant a lot to him in the way he made that film. Um, and, and again, everybody has their interpretations of certain things, but um, some of uh, some of the filmmaking in that just was an emotional ride uh, if you're a lover of film. Um, but also, uh, Daniels, you know, Spielberg himself has given them tons of praise because of all the innovation that they brought to the big screen this year. I mean, that's the thing about everything, everywhere, all at once. Every other movie that it's nominated against is really nothing like it. Um, <laughs> the, the closest, I mean, uh, truly, there's a few, there's a yeah. few moments within certain films. Like, for example, you know, Elvis has a lot of fast-paced editing. Of course, <laughs> everything, everywhere, all at once has that as well. But um, I, when it comes down to it and you take the picture as a whole, it really is a standout film. Now, that speaks nothing to whether or not anyone liked it or didn't like it. Um, mm-hmm. I very much did enjoy it. Um, I've been a Michelle Yeoh fan since I was introduced to Wuxia films back in my teens. Um, and, of course, Ki Kwan, you know, I grew up in that generation that idolized, like, the Goonies as kids. You know, oh, that sure. was a big movie, you know, yeah. for me when I was much younger. Um, you know, and, and of course, Indiana Jones. So, like, there's a big story there. I mean, you've also got um, Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Sue from the film nominated in Best uh, Supporting Actress. Um, I don't know for sure if I would say Jamie Lee Curtis is going to walk out with that statue. As big of a fan of hers as I am, um, I would love to see Carrie Condon from Banshees of Inisherin um, be holding that statue and giving a speech on Sunday night because I she's an actress I have followed since her career kind of took off in the early 2000s, but um, she was primarily a theater actress who had worked with Martin McDonough a long time ago in his production of uh, The Lieutenant of Inishmore. Um, And this was just the exact part for her to, in my opinion, and while I was watching it, I was thinking this, I was like, this is the exact part that she was born to play. And if she was ever going to win an Oscar, this is the one. So I actually think Best Supporting Actress could be an interesting toss-up. Well, um, we'll take a break and do more of that. We're talking with blockbuster Blake Stubbs, and I'll share some inside news on the street from Hollywood when we come back on 720 WGN. 720 WGN, 19 minutes after 8 o'clock with John Landecker talking movies and the Oscars coming up this weekend, well, along with blockbuster Blake Stubbs. That, of course, a uh, clip from the Oscar-nominated Best Picture and also Best Actor, I believe, um, Elvis, directed by... Baz Luhrmann, and every time I see his name or hear somebody pronounce Baz Luhrmann, all I can think about is that car dealership that was on the air 
for a long time. He went, Bob Lorman. So it's sort of like <laughs> Buzz Lorman. Anyway, that's just me. That's your nonlinear thinking. Thank you very much. Uh, so where are we in all this? Um, oh, so the Best Supporting Actress. I was. I heard a quote from someone in the um, Hollywood community, let's just put it that way, who is a voting member of the Academy. And this was in, uh, in reference to Jamie Lee Curtis. And the quote was, it's her time, which take it for what it's worth, whether or not that's it's her time or not, uh, whether she wins or not. Um, that was sort of the, the buzz, if you will. And, you know, I'm sure you know, Blake, that a lot of these awards towards the end um, are the result not necessarily of strictly competency in filmmaking or acting, but also results of massive million-dollar campaigns uh, within, uh, within the industry. I mean, if you go to Los Angeles at this time of year, you'll see gigantic billboards all over town for all of these films. And uh, publications like The Hollywood Reporter are just filled with glossy full-page ads for this movie and that movie and this movie and that movie. So there's all sorts of behind-the-scenes jockeying, so to speak, as to uh, the final, may I have the envelope, please? So we'll see. Um, what about this Brendan Gleeson? I know that you uh, thought Ku Kwan, everything all at once, but um, yeah. there was originally a lot of talk about Brendan Gleeson in the... Um, oh, wait, I'm on the wrong one here. What am I doing? That's Best Supporting Actor. No, that's not what I meant. I meant... Um, Where'd he go? Um, Brendan Fraser. See, Fraser, yeah. Fraser, the whale. There was all this yes. talk about him in, in the whale. Um, and that seems to have, I mean, he's won some things, but um, what do you think about that? I do, I do think still going into Sunday, he is the front runner. Um, yeah. That could yeah. be upset by Austin Butler, um, whose who's, uh, you know, performance speaks for itself. If you've seen the film, if you haven't, I think that performance is worth watching the film for, on top of several other reasons, but specifically his performance. Um, and then, of course, you know, if you check Twitter enough, John, uh, there's a lot of people that would love to see Colin Farrell win an Oscar. I happen yeah. to be one of them, but... Yeah. I also uh, remember talking about the whale with you uh, just a couple weeks back and saying how, you know, despite how divisive the film itself is, and I have my own issues with it, his performance, I think, is extraordinary. So the fact that it, it's such a standout thing and the awards that he has taken home up to this point, um, you know, the, the Brendan Fraser renaissance, whatever they're calling it, um, is, is in full swing even still. Um, however, I think as we both know, you know, award season really comes to an end on Sunday. Yes. So if it was all for anything, it was to make sure that he uh, is going to end up with um, that Oscar. And as you were pointing out, too, with, uh, you know, the massive campaigns, if you've ever been in Los Angeles around Oscar time, you see that stuff everywhere, including but not limited to like geotagged ads that you'll find on web pages. Yeah. Like it's everywhere. And it's like, wait a minute, I'm not in the Academy, but can I click? <laughs> you know, like you just think for a second, like, wait a se wait a minute. Um, and maybe it's just because I talk about movies so much. I don't know. But I do um, think it's quite clear that particularly in the case of everything everywhere all at once with all of its nominations. Um, this is, this is a 24 
the studio A24 really swinging for the fences. Yeah. Um, they want to see that film take home a lot of awards. And given the breakdown of its film and the fact that Kihi Kwan went after Best Supporting Actor instead of Lead, um, I think that this particular Best Actor award this year is going to go to Brendan Fraser. And and I, I'm not saying anything that everyone else isn't already oh, saying. Oh, no. But, no, I, I've been but hearing I, that but I happen to, I've yeah, been hearing I that name for months. Yeah, yeah, I've been hearing that literally for months. Um, and he's been... As other actors who have been nominated, making the rounds of interview mm-hmm. shows, podcasts, television talk shows, uh, whatever it takes. Um, we're almost out of time here. Is there anything that we that I, we don't have time to do them all? That's for sure. Is there, no, anything, no, no. Else, <laughs> is there anything else you wanted to get in here before we wrap this up? Um, I would pay extra attention to um, All Quiet on the Western Front on oh, Sunday um, yeah, yeah. For, for a couple of big reasons. One, the cinematography was excellent, um, and it is nominated and is probably one of the front runners for Best Cinematography. Um, it's also nominated in a screenplay category for Adapted Screenplay. Mm. Uh, the other big thing about it for me is that I find it interesting that of the this is now the third time that story has been adapted. Yes, And this is the first time it's being directed by a German director, which it is a German story. So um, there, there is some uh, – it's not exactly being talked about so much in the, in the media and everything, but this is the film that, that appears to, in some certain like prediction circles, uh, be the one that could pull some upsets in certain categories. Now, I do think it is going to take home Best International Feature, um, and that's a Netflix film. You can watch it on Netflix if you wanted to watch it this evening, um, and it's a harrowing depiction of World War I, um, to be sure. But uh, that's, that's a movie I would just say, uh, you know, don't be surprised if you hear that maybe a couple more times than you thought on mm-hmm. Sunday when the awards yeah. are being handed out. Oh, I agree. That movie, uh, I was pleasantly surprised when i watched it as to un- how great it was i thought i think it's a great great movie whether it wins anything or not everybody should see this version of all quiet on the western front uh blake thanks for being with us and we'll all find out blockbuster blake stubbs we'll find out sunday night who wins and who loses thanks for being with us all here. right thank all you right. john always a pleasure yeah, thank you 826 here at 720 uh wgn now i mentioned some um Oscar snafus or instances of, well, you know, a year ago. I mean, the number one Oscar kerfuffle would was, be, was Chris Rock and Will Smith. The slap heard who, and seen around the world. But who can forget 2014 when John Travolta butchers Idia Menzel's name? Do you know that bit? Idina, was it Idina Menzel? Yeah, that's her name. And he called her Adele Dazim. Yeah, he um, <laughs> he was a little off. Just a teeny little bit. I remember that. That was great. How, how, how about La La Land being erroneously awarded the best picture oh, yes, in, in when 2017? Oh, yes, they couldn't get it right. I mean, yeah, that was nobody, unbelievable. Yeah, that that was just a whole... That was, that was a comedy of errors in and of itself. I mean, I just... I, what are you doing? No, wait a minute. The winner is La La Land. Oh, no, wait a minute. I mean, the people from La La Land start to get up. Everybody going, woo, we just won an Oscar. Wait a minute. No, no I'm no, afraid. No, no, there's a mistake. Sorry. Somebody so, goofed. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So there's always, you know, there's always the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's always the possibility that something could happen. Um, 
Yeah, there's a streaker one year. That was 1974, shortly before Elizabeth Taylor was set to announce Best Picture gay right activist Robert Opel stripped naked and ran across the stage behind Oscar co-host David Niven. He, he was not arrested and merely explained that, quote, it was one of those one-time things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you made reference uh, last hour to 1973. Yes. Instead of walking on the stage when he won the Best Actor for he the said, He said a, a member of the Native American, American community to activist. accept his Oscar. Yes. I and people were yeah. not happy with the things she had to say. In fact, I think it was that was it John Wayne who had to be restrained. Uh, well, I don't know, but uh, allegedly that would be. I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't know that for sure. 